The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey, you're with the Super Waterman here on And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Today we're going to be talking with Fidel Moreno, local boy gone great around the world, creating sustainability around water. We'll talk to him about his adventures over the last five years. He'll be on the second half of the show, so tune in. Got all sorts of tunes coming your way. It's all about the H2O. Got some news coming in from Pittsfield. In the abundance of water, the fool will get thirsty. Yeah, Pittsfield actually has some news coming up. Uh, Beacon Cinema's taking a uh, big stand in the area of H2O. We'll bring that to you. We'll also have some poetry, uh, maybe a quote or two. And we'll also be talking with uh, our friend Fidel Moreno. He'll be with us the second half of the show, so stay tuned for that. What else do we got? We got some Muzak coming your way. And this is from the Counting Crows, Rain King, which is a good thing for Pittsfield because we're getting rained on quite a bit.
And so it flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your super waterman, ambassador for water. We're broadcasting live from 89.7 WTBR-FM Pittsfield Community Radio on the internet webs. Go to WTBRFM.com and we also podcast. You could actually live stream us now at WTBRFM.com. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m. you could... You could uh, stream us. You could also listen via podcast from a variety of different sources, including Apple, including Amazon Audible, including Google Podcasts, and also Stitcher. Uh, it's really, really simple to find. We're all about water. You just heard a really cool song by the Counting Crows, Rain King. And next up, we're going to have a little 70s stuff. Uh, a little music coming your way from Three Dog Night. And uh, this one is about a special, special amphibian. And you name the name when you get there. So uh, we got that coming up. And we also have uh, our friend Fidel Moreno who will be talking with me a little bit further on in the show. So stay tuned. And we love you. 
and we love water. Happy H2O, happy new year, happy new water. Here we got joy to the world with Free Dog Night.
Tuned in to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. You were just listening to Rock the Boat by the Hughes Corporation, bringing back the 19, 1970s, I'm thinking. Joy to the World, the 1960s, Rain King, the 1990s. We got all this water music from multiple generations, and it even continues into the future that's what's so great about and so it flows we try and connect culture to the current reality with water tuning in right now to 89.7 wtbr fm pittsfield community radio one thing you want to know that all the opinions expressed by myself and my guests are only those of myself and my guests 
um, do, do not belong to everyone else at the station, including folks who work here and get paid for working here. Neither the donors uh, to the station. So it's a really good uh, conversation for H2O. We got some more coming up right now. We're going to have continuing conversations for H2O. It looks like, according to Pittsfield Speaking Cinema and Phoenix Theaters, they're taking a stand in Pittsfield. Beacon Cinemas to host the Water Celebration Awards benefit on Thursday, January 23rd. This is from some news from Newswire's. Uh, attendees are to enjoy an evening of performances, food from local chefs, a water art show, poetry reading, special guest speakers, and also get to watch Avatar 2, The Way of Water. This is actually being called the Berkshire Water Celebration Avatar 2 event. It's going to be Thursday, January 26th. Really exciting. Uh, down at the Beacon Theater, starting at 6, going to about 11 p.m., Water issues are real for local residents, according to uh, organizers. Issues include water quality problems in Housatonic, Mass. PCB issues for the Housatonic River Valley. You also have a possible PCB dump in Lee, Massachusetts. Blue space access issues, which have to do more with having people have access to water environments like... Uh, you know, walking paths and things by bodies of water. And then also some cell tower placements on or near water tower. So there's some serious stuff. And Corey Jacobson, CEO of Michigan-based Phoenix Theaters, one of the owners of the Beacon Cinema, has been told Bolden's view for the event. Film, he says, is an integral part of the public square, especially when it comes to water. Now's the time to stand with water here and around the world. It's really exciting. Thank you, Corey, for your support of H2O. And at the same time, want to just uh, give a shout out to that news event that'll be happening in January. Uh, we also have uh, later on in the show, in about 10 minutes, we're going to be bringing on Fidel Moreno. And Fidel's going to be talking to us about the last couple of years of his life. He's a, you know, former local who's uh, gone on to other places and he's still connected to this region, so stay tuned. He's a water lover and he'll share with you a little bit how. We got some more uh, music coming your way. This one by Dance, it's called Cake in the Ocean. Let's start living dangerously Talk to me, baby 
to normal, boy. They sank when I fell overboard. My ship would leave the country, but I'd rather swim ashore. Without a life, this I'd be stuck again. Wish I was much more masculine. Maybe then I could learn to swim like 18 miles away. Now floating up and down, I spin colliding into sound like whales. Down, I'm sinking to the bottom of my everything that freaks me out The lighthouse gleam has just run out I'm cold as cold as cold can be, be
That was Blue October. You're listening to And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. You were listening to Blue October. Uh, Into the Ocean is the name of the song from their Foiled album. Before that, you had some oldie, goodie, Splish Splash, Bobby Darren singing that one from the Bobby Darren album. And before that, you had DNCE singing Cake by the Ocean. A lot of ocean going on. And there are rivers, too, and lakes and other bodies of water. Even water vapor is a body of water. Some of the things that you get to know here on WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Super excited to have with us the one, the only, truly amazing human being, Fidel Moreno. Fidel, are you there? I am here, Leslie. Thank you so much for a nice intro. Um, I, I've been busy. I've been busy. But uh, thank you for putting on this show. Water is so, so important. Yeah. I don't know who it was that said uh, about 30 years ago that we're going to be fighting water wars instead of wars over oil, gas, and land. And you know what? It's coming to that time where water is becoming the number one precious commodity. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite amazing. And, you know, there are some thinkers out there and doers out there that have a variety of different takes on on the whole model mm-hmm. of uh, abundance on the other side, scarcity, and which which model better serves taking care of water. Um, well, well, you know, the model that's been around for a long, long time, our indigenous people's understanding of how to live sustainably with water. I'd like to read this. And I've, this is basically where I'm at and where I aim to... Before before you even go there, Fidela, just for us, yeah. uh, the our water loving listeners here and around the world, um, just give me a sense of like who you who you are, what what you've done in the last couple of years, and just share <laughs> share with people a little bit about your work. Well, you, I know that some of the friends that recognize my voice, I had a radio program down there, too, at Pittsfield High, and amazing town, amazing community, the Berkshires. So I want to say hi to all my friends, Michael and Karen and Michael and Keith. A lot of good friends down there. And, uh, you know, I, 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 the last thing that people remember me in the Berkshires for is that I went to Standing Rock six times, and I brought college students from different universities and colleges to, you know, Ground Zero, at Standing Rock, and also brought uh, tents and wood-burning stoves and, and cash. You know, mo- more, most, more, notice, more, more notably, you know, Mark Ruffalo sent me a check one time for $2,000, and we picked up water and supplies, and, you know, the Harney and Tea and Co- Harney and Sons Tea Company donated, like, pallets of coconut water. And, man, the, the Native brothers and sisters were carrying that coconut water like I'd never seen a drink Wow. Before. That's yeah, that's so we really cool. Yeah, a film on it called Behind Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. So there were like seven documentary teams down there, and I think I was the only one that gave all of our footage to the uh, Sitting Bull Library because we're on sovereign land, so all of it belongs to them. And I don't know of any other documentary team that did that. And my focus was on why people came to Standing Rock and what they found and what gifts they brought back home with them from that experience of Standing Rock. That's what our film was about. 
That's and, um, that's really you know for folks who don't know about Standing Rock, given our twenty-four hour uh, cycle of fashion and news, um, at least I'll I'll share from my point of view. It was a it was a what most people can see as a protest. But what was so wonderful about it, it was actually a protection event, a, a contextual change on how events come together. It came from a place of protection, from my view. And it was out in North Dakota uh, where the shale oil fields are, or they're thinking of, or close to the shale oil fields, close enough where they're thinking of putting in pipeline or have put in pipeline by now. Um, and it was a long drawn out. It was literally there was some battling going on. There was some beauty and magic of it, um, and it it uh, it ended in a prophecy because you know people were trying to protect the water supply from a from a, what you call it a, a spill, and that organization company had the biggest spill recently too. So it was well, prophesied. You know, for me, for me um, Leslie, I think what was really powerful is it showed the powerful uh, human energy that can come together when there's a real threat to a very powerful and sacred resource like water. And it was the one time, I think, in many, 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 many years that the Native people all came together, and not only Native people, but people from Europe, people from the South, people from the West, people from the North. I mean, there was just, when I was there, there was almost 20,000 people there. And I was there six times. I went there over the course of six months, and I was shooting interviews with people, and it was just amazing. You know, and when you bring that many people together, there's going to be challenges, all kinds of challenges. But you know what? The leaders of the camp, the elders of the camp, the spiritual people of the camp, they were all, the women in the camp, the cooks in the camp, you know, were all working together to be in, in total respect of each other in terms of what the focus was. And the focus was to pray for the water. And that, to me, was the first time that any environmental action had ever brought the sacred or prayer or ceremony into a public very public display and forum where prayers were done every day, every night, throughout the day for the water. Water was always being prayed for and being poured into the banks of the Missouri River. So it was a very powerful, powerful thing for me to witness. I had a lot of friends go down there. My son was arrested down there. And a lot of people put their lives on the line, you know, to protect this water. And I think we're going to see more and more of that kind of sacred activism by people all over the world, not just here, but all over the world. Uh, in fact, you know, if I can, I'd like to read, you know, the, the prophecy, the 11th hour prophecy. It's very powerful, very telling, and more true now, today, and going to be even more true in the future to come. Wow, we're going to be going into a prophecy right now. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your super water man. Leslie Gabriel, your ambassador for water. And we're on with Fidel Moreno, documentary filmmaker, director, creator of programming for sustainability, uh, witness to Standing Rock uh, protests, and uh, cultural leader in his own right. Uh, so y- you were talking about a prophecy. So here we yeah, are. Yeah, so this comes from the Hopi prophecy. And it's, you know, a lot of people know it. Alice Walker sometimes gets credit for it because she has a book with this title, but this is what it is. 
you have been telling the people that this is the 11th hour. Now you must go back and tell the people that this is the hour. And there are things to be considered. Where are you living? What are you doing? What are your relationships? Are you in right relation? Where is your water? Know your garden. It is time to speak your truth. Create your community. Be good to each other. And do not look outside yourself for your leader. Then he clasped, clasped his hands together and the elder said with a smile, This could be a good time. There is a river flowing now very fast. It is so great and swift that those, there are those who will be afraid and they will try and hold on to the shore. They will feel like they are being torn apart and will suffer greatly. Know the river has its destination. The elders say we must let go of the shore, push off into the middle of the river, keep our eyes open and our heads above the water. And I say, he who is in there with you and celebrate. At this time in history, we are to take nothing personally, least of all, ourselves. For the moment that we do, our spiritual growth and journey comes to a halt. The time of the lone wolf is over. Gather yourself. Banish the word struggle from your attitude and your vocabulary. All that we have done now must be done in a sacred manner and in celebration. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Hopi Elders Prophecy, June 8, 2000. So I'm, I'm always reminded, you know, about are you in right relation? And, um, you know, it's taken me a time of some time to really learn what that means, you know, in my own family, with my mother and father, with my relatives, you know, with teepee relatives, with Sundance relatives. What does that mean? No, you know, are you in right relation? And, you know, I've had some really hard lessons. And I think that all of us have gone through a very tough time, you know, clarifying and defining, describing and designing a life that's in right relation, you know, with Earth with natural resources, with the Creator, with each other. And I think, you know, we are in a very powerful time of purification. You know, some, some religious communities see this as the time of the apocalypse. You know, a lot of calamities, a lot of conflict, a lot of natural disasters. But I believe that the Native people are, are close to it in the sense that they see it as a cycle of purification. Things are being cleaned. Things are being clarified. Things are being, you know, brought to the surface. I mean, you know, we, we have when we have people like Donald Trump running for the presidency in a broken system, it tells us a lot. It sends a very powerful story about redesigning, resetting, reconstructing a reality where all have access to clean water, you know, nourishing food, healthy food, free of, of GMOs, you know, a, a, a shelter, a place to live in peace and in, in relationship with neighbors and family. You know, I think we're coming to a place where we've made enough profit. You know, how much more um, trees are we going that's to... A, that's actually a really cool... I'm going to stop you right there, you know, or interject that that conversation, that simple conversation of enough, literally... How much pleasure does that 12th car get you in your fleet of 11 and 12 cars? Like, yeah, what's well, the, we what's the additive? Cars. We can just go to two and three cars, you know? Sometimes exactly, exactly. No, like, what, what's enough? Like, the conversation for enough. 
Like, you know? is there an, an enough space, or are we constantly needing the next thing? And that's a great conversation, to, I think, right. to, to push forth. You know, like, what what does it mean to be fulfilled? Right. One of the things that's happening for me is, you know, I've got three grandchildren now. And, um, you know, two little girls, two beautiful little granddaughters, and one grandson. And I really, I mean, I... I I've learned more about prayer and about consciousness in the last seven years than I have probably in, in the rest of my life because now I realize that, you know, I'm going to be gone. You know, I'm, I'm 62. I may live another 15, 20, 30 years, if, if that. But my grandchildren are going to live and, and inherit a world in chaos, a world that's hurting. And there are things happening. There is a consciousness. There are young people coming back regenerative farming like our friend Michael is doing. Michael Pergola is doing at the Shaker Mill Inn, you know, in at the Shaker Mill Falls in New Lebanon. You know, he's doing amazing things there with teaching young people how to put a seed in the ground and be self-sufficient. Yeah, just the basic... You know, with their multicultural bridges is teaching about respecting one another and the value of biodiversity. You know, Karen Clark and the Houstonic Unitarian Church, you know, they're bringing amazing speakers. They brought my friend Clifford Mahoudi, who is the Sun Moon uh, Chief for the Zunis, and came and spoke with another friend of ours from Nova Scotia, um, Nick Mac. You know, these, there's people waking up. There's people um, opening their hearts and opening their ears to a new way, a new design, a new thought, a new song. Wow. And I think that's what we have to learn to do is listen, put our ears to the ground, put our ears to the earth and really hear what Mother Earth is wanting us to understand about what we're doing to the earth right now, right now. You know, I'm so thankful for people like Bill McKibben, who is an ardent activist and speaks wholeheartedly and from his heart about the environment. You know, his 360 is amazing. And it's just time for us as first cousin organizations, NGOs, nonprofits, spiritual leaders, political leaders, youth leaders, you know, women leaders to come together and write, you know, a, a, a what do you call it when you write something? A, uh, a manifesto. Yeah, will. a manifesto, a, dec- a declaration of, of life, um, a declaration of what, you know, we get to declare. And I think that's a really powerful space, you know, to take a look at in this in this prophecy that you were just reciting or 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 telling or speaking it was we are the leaders we've been looking for and 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 some level that's that's something for humanity or individual people uh what i really really like is the last line the time of the lone wolf is over gather yourself banish the word struggle from your attitude and your vocabulary if we could really come together, really come together and focus, there can be such powerful shifts and changes and transformation in our reality. I'm, you know, we finally have come together with an amazing community out near Ithaca, New York, Lionsgate community. I, I, I was, you know, I was in, the, in, in the community not far from there. It was in up, upstate New York on a gathering of the American churchmen, roadmen, and women talking about sustainability of the sacrament. And I called my friend Ryan Curtis, and I said, hey, what's going on up here? I'm up here for a week or two. And he said, well, one of my friends, Theodore 
uh, Theo, Cosmic Theo, Whitley is, is producing a, a, a community-based festival. It's very family-friendly and children-friendly, so I want to go. Whatever I can do, wash dishes, make food, you know, yeah. say a prayer, whatever, whatever they need exactly. done, I'm happy to come up and, and be a part of it. And I got to be a part of it. I'm going to equate this. It was, this so, powerful. It was like, so powerful that uh, the Lionsgate community has welcomed me to come put the White Eagle Sanctuary. They provided 40 acres on their land, beautiful. which is wooded. It has fields and fields of golden seal. It's a stream runs through it. There's trees, there's animals, there's wildlife. It's a beautiful community of, of young people that want to build natural earth uh, homes, you know, that want to live sustainably, they want to plant regenerative agriculture, they want to practice holistic medicine and, and wellness, and uh, so I'm, I'm really, really excited about moving back to the upstate New York area, I'll be back there in the spring, I'll be visiting Michael at the uh, Shaker Mill Inn Falls and doing something there for my birthday, May 7th, and uh, looking forward to coming back, I've always loved you know, the mountains and the, and the forests and the rivers and the lakes, upstate New York, and it's such a beautiful, beautiful paradise up there. It is great, you great. Know. And we're all in one bioregion, upstate New York and western Massachusetts and Vermont right. and, and the whole going all the way up to, like, through New Hampshire and right. down down perhaps a little bit further down the East Coast. Now, yeah. What well, I'm thank you, Leslie, for putting on the event. You know, you're putting no, on an amazing event. I want I wanted before we got into that, I wanted to actually speak to something you t- said to me the other day. And if I could paraphrase it, it would look like, you know, we got to meet people where they're at. That's true. So That's true. Uh, I want to just drill down on one word, uh, this regenerative, even sustainability uh-huh. But I'm going to leave that one out because that's been talked about forever. In, <laughs> in my world, regenerative means doing something so it's it fulfills itself. It's like it, it grows more even after the, even the, it keeps on cycling. So Well, I, I just believe in that relationship that if we take care of something, this uh, vis the earth, the water, the air, the land, it's going to take care of us. You know, if we take care of our mother, our mother's going to take care of us. That's, and that's, I just, I yeah. just, I just, you know, every time I talk to these young people, I ask them, when's the last time you talked to your mother? When's the last time you called your parents? You know, because that's really where it starts is in your relationship with home. Mm-hmm. Where do you come from? You know, know your garden. What are you doing? What are your relationships? That's what they're saying. Like, what is the quality of your relationship with your own family, your your mother, your father, your sibling. You know, what's going on there? Because all of that shapes your your lens of the world and how you inter- interface with the world. I truly believe that. My parents are 83 and, and 89. They just turned 83 and 89, December 28, December 29. And I feel so blessed that I have them because I, you know, I'm not, I wasn't, the, I'm, a, I'm a triple tourist. So I'm not the easiest guy to raise and, and to make listen to sometimes. Sometimes I gotta break my horns and not get my knees knocked down out from underneath it to understand something. But when I get it, I'm passionate about it. And I think that a lot of young people, for good or bad, and I don't like using those words, good or bad, those are constructs, moral constructs that really don't 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 have a use 
in, in the reality of what's going on in the world today by yeah. the major corporations. You know, we got to bring these corporations to a consciousness that what they're doing is robbing the future, robbing the future generations of pristine, God-given resources that were made for all of humanity for as long as humanity wanted to keep them and not destroy them. Yeah, you know, this I'm is so, uh, feel, super important. I'm so frustrated, Leslie, with the war in Ukraine because of the damage that war does to the environment. How about yeah, and the human psyche and all yeah, and, and the environment. And that's actually a good segue. That's a really good segue because you had mentioned it earlier, and it was the news that I read today. It's actually in uh, in a Berkshire Eagle and other places as well. Uh, that Pittsfield's Beacon Cinema is to host a Berkshire Water Celebration event, uh, Avatar 2, also playing at that event, uh, on January 26, 2023. And I understand you're participating in that. Theo, who you mentioned before, is a, a participating in that. Karen Clark. Right, he'll be coming up and performing his music, and he'll come up and table and let people know about what we're doing at Lionsgate with the White Eagle Sanctuary. Yeah. And, you know, Lev, Lev too, with his organization. He's doing yeah, amazing that's the, things. what's it called? The Alliance for Viability? And it's... Correct. And Sustainable it's, Viability, something like that. He just put on the Indigenous People's Day over at Kripalu with Susan Jameson and other wonderful people. So thank you, Lev, for doing that. You and know, and it's, and it's great. And the water issues are actually real for local residents, including... Problems in Housatonic, yeah. PCB issues for the Housatonic River Valley, yeah. a possible yeah. PCB dump in, in Lee. Uh, and then we're going to, you know, that night is going to be all about, uh, according to the organizers, you know, uh, a little bit of performing, a little bit of speaking, uh, a little bit of food. And uh, well, I'm going to do the best I can to bring you some, some hidden gems that haven't been there in a while or have never been there and see if, you know, we can do something. I will be there. I'll be there in spirit and in prayer and good heart. And I really support everything you're doing, Leslie. You've been doing it for quite some time. You're not a Johnny come lately to an issue. You know, you've been doing this for a while. So thank you so much. Yeah, it's, it's for me, it's like, okay, this is the time that we get to all come together, huddle, and say we're going to do it for the Gipper, and the Gipper is the life of this planet itself puddle in the puddle puddle yes. in the puddle yeah I, i'm sorry to have been paraphrasing something that ronald reagan has been connected to however we uh -huh. are doing it for the gipper and the gipper is h2o um right and and right. of course right. life on this planet uh well i mean it's all connected you can't do anything for the water without also doing something for the air mm. and the earth and the trees and the plants and the wild game you know, and, and, and the vegetables that, that people eat every day. It's all connected, Leslie. It's not, you know, one is, is one thing and the other one is, is totally other species dependent on something else. No, they're all dependent on the same thing that we are as, as humans. Air, yes. water, light, you know, vegetation. We need it. We need to take care of it. So thank you again. I'm really happy thank to be you. on. It's been a while since I've been on a podcast. And um, yeah. you know, I'll be producing my own pod podcast again, Good Medicine, yes. hopefully in February. But thank you for putting on this podcast. And thank you. I hope some people will listen to it and uh, got a good good heart space into it. Thank nice, you. nice. You're very, very welcome. 
Uh, we've been talking and discussing water and uh, indigenous uh, culture and other life-affirming things uh, here on And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. We've been with uh, Fidel Moreno, uh, local local guy goes uh, intentionally bigger. And uh, just thanks for sharing your points and your perspectives. And I look forward to uh, playing more life-affirming games with you in the next, you know, few turns around the sun. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, just so people know, we are putting on an event um, uh, for, for Summer Solstice. We're going to be putting on an event at Tico RV Resort, a $5 million water park on the Animus River. Where's so that? And what operating. Where's That's that? That's in Aztec, New Mexico. We're As inviting youth from all over the country to come meet us there and to be involved in critical discussions about sustainability, building a sustainable society, building a culture of peace, and looking at our valuable, very valuable and precious resources like water, air, land, earth. That, that's you beautiful. Know. And if so folks... That's June 21st. That's June 21st. Please share that yep. info so I could share that with our water-loving listeners. Uh, and then in the meantime, just thanks for being with us. Uh, you're listening to And So It Flows, the only show for H2. Thanks so much again, Fidel. And we'll be... Uh, Big hug, Leslie. Okay. Carry on. Carry okay. on. Take, take, carry on. Ahoo. 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 Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, God. Ahoo. Ahoo. Thank you, God. Uh, next up, we're going to have uh, Michael Jackson. We're going to be doing uh, something from the Free Willy uh bunches of tunes and this one is uh will you be there a water lid tune by uh our friend michael jackson
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your super waterman, ambassador for water. Thanks again for listening to our show. Downloading it on podcast and all that. I hope it was great for you as it was for me. Let's keep each other wet and moist and limber. And that's what it's all about. You're listening to And So It Flows. I'm your only, I'm your only show host. For H2O, Super Waterman Ambassador for Water, right here live, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and we got, we'll be back next week with some more edification and all that other cultural stuff for H2O. Sparkling water, lemon. Osmosis, carbonated, filtered, distilled. Thirsty.